In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast incorporeal spirit podcast pal is the one and only. Uh, hello, it's Travis Wright. That's, that's, that sounds like Pardo. Like a, Don like Pardo. A, uh, yeah, like a game show for a second. <laughs> it's like, and on stage, Travis Wright. <laughs> it's very spooky, very spooky SNL. Spooky Don Pardo. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a costume that I feel like people would not get. No, no, <laughs> no one would get that <laughs> unless you said the voice the entire time. Ultimate, yeah. Like, are you just an off? You're just an off stage voice. That's what you are. Like, yeah, whatever. when he went to the party, it's just like, "Where's Travis? I'm right here, Travis Rutz." That's, that's even a bad Don Pardo. People would, people it's, would yeah, it's be even good. less likely to get it. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast, a podcast where Travis and I talk all things geek. Uh, we read some books, we bring some guests on, uh, we talk about comic booky stuff, nerd stuff going on. You are uh, listening to a variant episode right now uh, where we kind of just talk about what's going on. We got a couple things on the agenda today. It's a spooky Halloween edition of Comic Exposure, so there's going to be lots of like ooh scary stuff. Uh, it's going to be really hard not to say boo every couple seconds. Lots of lots yeah. of ghost jokes, boo. I'm sure. Boo! Uh, oh man, this, there's going to be uh, disguises. There's also going to be surprises, and just like Garfield the animated series from the early '90s, there's yeah. going to be pies of all sizes. Mostly lasagna. Mostly lasagna. Mostly lasagna. That's a great name for a freaking punk rock. Punk rock. Punk rock album. Mostly, Mostly lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> they most. It's I, like, but you have the cover of like Aliens too. Mostly lasagna. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> they only come at night. It's, that's the kind of episode it's going to be today, guys. Yeah, it's going to be one of those episodes. So. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to talk a little bit today. Uh, we got a couple things. We're going to talk uh, w- first topic, first topic of conversation, Travis. Uh, since it is our a spooky episode, last episode we did a spooky book, yep. and not too terribly spooky, but we read uh, uh, the first volume of Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had our pal. Uh, Alan on to talk about uh, Hellboy Seed of Destruction. And so we thought we'd stick with the October theme and we would talk about, I thought we'd talk about uh, books, horror comic books, horror. There's going to be a lot of that in this episode too, where I have to enunciate the word horror. Uh, So this, uh, we were talking about like what horror comic book would make a good movie. Mm -hmm. And then what comic book that's not necessarily horror would make a good horror movie. Okay. Okay. So I, I got gotcha. I got I got two thoughts. Okay. And the reason the reason why the second part, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for the new X Men movie they're doing. Okay. New Mutants. They're doing a new mo- no, New Mutants movie. And it is just essentially uh, the it looks like a horror movie. What's it's a movie or a TV show? It's a, a movie. Movie. It's a it's my movie. It's a movie, dude. How am I so out of it that I don't know? Like, there's a trailer out there for new. Movies. You live in Japan. You live in Japan. No excuse, man. I do a comic book and podcast. It's an, and it's an and it's an X Men trailer. And I'm going to tell you why because the trailer you wouldn't even know it's about mutants. It looks like remember that movie The Island. Like that weird horror movie yeah. where someone was in an asylum. It looks like a trailer for that, but it's about the oh, new mutants. Okay, so it's kind of like genre esque. It's like that. Yeah, yeah, they went sort of horror genre with it, and which is what I wanted to do. That's that came out, and people were people were very mixed about it online, saying like, oh, I don't know, uh, that's not really what I wanted from a new mutants thing. Um, but I thought that would kind of. I, I'm interested. What could we turn into a horror movie? That is not necessarily itself horror. Okay, gotcha. what could we what could we give the genre spin to? So, I first, think this leather though, jacket off because I feel like it's I'm hearing leather coming through. 
I saw you wearing a leather jacket, and I didn't want to say anything about it. It's like a weird ensemble you have on right well, now. I, can I tell you something? Uh, it's because, a little business talk. I finally, what we call reconciled on my off-base, off-post Japan house, which means uh-huh. uh, I was being, the government was paying me all my utilities here. This is mm. outside comics. And after a year, you reconcile. So that means if they paid you more, because you have to estimate it, then you owe them. So I'd been running the heat and AC for like a year just trying to get that, that bill up. And uh, now that it's done, I'm trying to get that money back. I'm trying to get some of that money. So now it's like cold <laughs> jackets and stuff like that. You know, it's the things we do. I got you. I got Every you. Every few hours I wear a jacket in this house. That's one comic book I can buy. <laughs> so I I wanted to start first with with horror comic horror it's just scary comics that could be turned into movies first. Okay. Spooky spooky books. It's spooky comics. Spooky funny pages that could be turned into it could be turned into. So Travis hit me. We've read a couple we've read a couple scarers, a little couple spooks on this on this show. Uh, so tell me what what comic would you want to see? turned in what horror comic would you want to see turned into a movie well it, it's interesting so when you ask this question um i know there is quite a bit of specifically horror genre comics out there right mm-hmm. where it's like uh whether it be one trade or a graphic novel that was designed in the genre of horror and I, tales from the crypt yeah exactly you know? Yeah. <laughs> or even like dark and bloody that we read that was yeah that was one that was meant to be of that genre and, and was specifically using conventions of that so that's not really my bag baby you know i'm not i'm not a really a horror guy yeah so i was kind of looking through things one let me ask you a question is it a cheat yeah. to pick a horror comic that we've previously read no no i don't think i think in fact i assumed it would be because we have read we have read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, then if if I had my druthers, um, and this is the thing, and I do, guys, I do have druthers. You do have your druthers. Yes, the druthers. Your druthers are yours. Yes, I consider you my druther from another mother. I, we are druthers who sprang from separate loins. That's right. <laughs> We're like the fairly druthers of comic book podcasting. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. Well, we're like twins. One of us is like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and one of us is like Danny DeVito. We'll leave it up to the audience. <laughs> yeah, I think we're to both decide. Danny DeVito, but <laughs> but we're brothers. <laughs> so, all right. So let me go with. I'm, I'm going to do one that we've done in the past, okay. and then I'm going to pick okay. off our off our reading list. So I think okay. of all the horror comics that we've read, and one of my favorite horror comics of all time is Witches. Witches is. I remember reading it and being very uncomfortable because I'd read it before bedtime Mm -hmm. and being one of those things where it's like, I got to pee, but I'm not going to the bathroom right now. I'm just got to sleep (laughs) and with this sleep with this full bladder because I don't want to have to like get up and like face a mirror. I don't want any of that shit happening. And, and witches is pretty, you can make it a self-contained horror film. I know they've gone on and done more witches. Um, well, there's one tiny little story that's out, so I'm interested to see where they're going to take it. But you're right, it is a pretty good self-contained book. Right, yeah. And it's it's drawn in a way uh, that has already a visual style built into it. Obviously, you don't, you know, you'd have to kind of figure out what the equivalent of that is to film but yeah. um, it's got this its own look about it, and I think it could, when you take it and you put it into like a, um, a a great cinematographer's hands, or even someone who's willing to take risks, maybe like someone in unknown, you could really make that sell yeah. on screen. It's just it's got a really creepy vibe, and you still have that classic um, comparison or dichotomy of like the adult going through shit and their story, yeah. and then the kid. Um, and that for me makes a really great horror story as well. When you have the adult, a la Stranger Things, uh, yes. you know the adults facing the big bad, and then the, um, the the kids. Well, you definitely took one that I think when I when I put this up on the internet, uh, a handful of people said witches would would be the book to do, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I have to agree. Like out of all the ones we've read, that's one I think would translate super well to to film. Um, 
out of another one that we've read, I think I I might choose. And the weird thing is, is they're making it into a into a TV show. Lock and Key is going to be a TV show, and it's long form. So I see why a TV show would work better over movie for Lock and Key. And 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 so I think what I would say, one of the ones that we've read that I think would be good is we talked about Dark and Bloody. Uh, we read Dark and Bloody. I think that that would be a good. It would. It could be a movie. You know, it's written in a way that it could happen that way. Are you watching something, Travis? No, it's my AC unit. When I turn it, it on, it talks to me in Japanese. So I was thinking... <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most Japanese thing that's happened on this podcast. Yeah. What did it say to you? What did it say it to you? Said, I, they said, are you sure you want to turn off? You might get cold. It did <laughs> not. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? And then I heard like voices. I'm like, is he watch- is he like watching corn while we're doing this? What's going on? <laughs> My dad came here to visit last year. It came on and it spooked him. He goes, What was that? I go, Someone has to take their heart medication. Like, <laughs> it's like it's time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, continue. That's okay. Like, as I was saying, I I think Lock and Key is one of the ones that sprang to me that would be good, but I can see why they're doing it as a TV show. So so to to stick with movie um, as the topic dictates, I think one of the ones that we read that would be good would be Dark and Bloody. I, I, I think that that one is one of those stories where, again, it's an adult going through something the same time a child is going through something, right? right? Uh, his son who, like, runs into the big bad, right, mm-hmm. who's friends with the big bad. Um, it's an interesting take, and I think it would play real well in a movie because it's just six issues, Um and it and those six issues are paced in a way where it wouldn't work as like a mini series on TV. I think it would work really well as a film. Uh, and the monster—it's a dope monster. Like it is just a—I would love to see that crazy bird thing on screen. Right? right. I, I think it would be a real cool one to see. That's what I was saying with with that choice. There is what you have in that one is you have the possibility for like another classic movie iconic monster right the uh the bird creature in that i I believe it had a name i at towards the end or something they called it but i can't remember it is is like a really creepy design and i can i can already hear like the sound effects of like bone yeah like like bird bones like cracking and feathers sprouting from skin as it like transforms um and that's that's what you want in a good like monster movie. That's that's a great monster. Yeah, movie. Yeah, like a great monster movie. I think the same thing with witches. Witches is a good monster movie because right. there's a monster in it, right? Like you don't see them as much, but like it's a great monster movie. Like I'm going to see uh, I'm going to go see the thing on the thirtieth. So on Monday, uh, I've got tickets to go see the thing. Like as like ooh, like that's a great sort of gross monster movie. Yeah. and so like. Although not sci-fi, Dark and Bloody has a great monster that I think would be just fantastic. Like the teeth, remember the teeth and the beak? Oh yeah, like the and human like the one, teeth. They'd have like the yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We talked yeah. about it. Go back and, and it, listen to that pod. First, read the the trade if you haven't yeah, done yeah. so, and then go back and listen to that podcast. Freddie was on that one, and he had some yeah. good horror insights into it. Um, and I um, and since you put two from a list and i think uh lock and key you know i really love that i think that is yeah. it's not a monster book as much as it is like kind of like like a dark narnia book you know yeah. um but uh what was i gonna say um shoot i forgot what my uh, oh you know uh a good i think not spooky movie but a good halloween this time of the year that we've read yeah. of course you you've seen it already a different version of it is paper girls Paper yeah. Girls is is a, is a great like tr- you're like, right yeah like Halloween movie. I mean, they just dropped. I'm gonna say it again because I just finished binging it. So we're not gonna talk about it because I know you haven't watched it. No, but I just no. finished binging the entire season two of Stranger Things, and it makes me want to go and continue reading Paper Girl because I'm like I want more of this genre. I want more of these goony detective, supernatural, <laughs> paranormal investigator kid type characters just it's like it makes you feel nostalgic for halloween and i think you know what having just said that that kind of transitions us into this into the second part where a, a comic book that could be done horror genre that's not necessarily horror mm-hmm. right like 
And I think Paper Girls plays into that. It's very colorful in the book, right? Right. And so I think you could adapt that in a way where it becomes maybe a little more spooky than sci-fi. I mean, it is pretty sci-fi, but but you're right. That'd be a, that's a good that'd be a good Halloween movie. That'd yeah. be like a good. Oh yeah. man, good choice. So let's let's dive into that side of it. Let's dive into like a comic book that's not a horror book, or not necessarily horror that you think would that you would like to see turned into a horror movie. Or maybe it is horror, but it's not like a scary book, but you'd like to see it maybe okay. turned into a horror movie. So I, I got one. Now bear with me as I, as I go okay. through this. All right. So I remember as a kid, I was too young and not brave enough to watch like the adult scary movies for Halloween. So yeah. I watch things like Ernest Scared Stupid, you know, where Niak? <laughs> Mother's Niak? Niak. <laughs> right? Those trolls were freaky, man. I don't they care were, what you dude. say. Right? They were freaky. Or even like a Gremlins 2, right? There yeah. are some like terrifying yeah. moments in that movie where you're like, "Oh, this is creepy," but just the right amount of creepiness for a kid. So I I want to give kids like me something that you could do in a spooky way but still also be funny and lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Here's my pitch. Calvin and Hobbes Halloween. All oh, right, so I, like I, it. I want I want Calvin I want I want it uh real real life is that what we call it? <laughs> live action, yes. live action. Yeah. Uh live action and I want Hobbes to be done like not as cartoony as Scooby-Doo, but not as realistic as the Jungle Book. Like a happy medium in between what like the last Jungle Book movie was doing with like yeah. making him realistic and what like Scooby-Doo does for like the animation, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. want uh, Calvin Hobbes Halloween, right? I don't want I don't want it set up before like first we have to have a regular Calvin Hobbes movie. No. Just put them in Halloween. You got this sarcastic <laughs> little kid, like on Halloween, this troublemaking kid. And you have Hobbes, his, uh, you know, imaginary, you know, pet tiger. And they have to go on this, like, Halloween investigation or adventure or, like, save Halloween. He could bring in Susie in there. And the parents would be great. The parents, if you can play the parents well, like, this this distanced dad, you know, (laughs) and, like, maybe, like, a helicopter mom, like, who's just, like, frustrated and stuff like that. I think it would be a a fun movie to do for Halloween. I like it. So I went a couple different. I went a couple different routes. This is the list that, like, when I when I sent this idea to you, like, this is the one that I had the most stuff for mm-hmm. when I was going through it. I'm like, oh, that'd be that'd be good. Yeah, no, I could I could see that. Uh, a couple things that I, I was looking around. I, I think um, a book that we just read that's not necessarily horror, but I think would work if you amped the spooky up for it to be like a horror movie. Uh, kill or be killed. So, kill or be killed, I think, would be a good one. Uh, one, because there's the demon in there. It's kind of dark. He's going through some troubles. You can, like, there's murder and suspense. And so, where um, where I think it would work is, if it weren't for the demon, it'd just be a straight-up, like, suspense horror movie. Like, a suspense yeah. movie. Kind of like Seven or, you know... Um, and a movie like that, but I think like having that demon and playing up like the voice in his head in that aspect of it, I think you could do like a good sort of like scary movie take on that book. That's not necessarily in the horror genre when you read it, but I think you could lean in to some of that stuff and you could do a pretty spooky kind of horror movie with it. Well, yeah, I think you're right too, is if, if you are going to do that, like the demon isn't in it very much. And I think you could, like you said, lean more heavily on that than the book does. And I, I would actually like the book to actually lean more on that on its own anyways. Uh, and I think you read the second volume. Maybe they yeah. do more of that. Yeah. Uh, maybe they do lean on it more. But yeah, if you're going to do that and make it a scary movie or at least try to blend it more that way, it's very easy to do because you have that demon in there who's like really dark. Even... If you just like, I feel like if they weren't going to do it as a scary movie, they wouldn't even show the demon. It would just be a voice in his head. But I think if you yeah. do it as a scary movie, you have to have those dark shadows and show the demon yeah. in that way. Yeah. One. Yeah. Um, and then another one I thought of, another one I think would be good, which is kind of, I, I guess there's a bunch of zombies in it, so maybe it's horror, but it's not a scary book. Mm. Uh, Shaolin Cowboy, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, like uh, Jeff one. Darrow's Jeff Darrow's book. Um, there's one, literally, there's like one 
I don't know, it's a mini series where he's just, he's got chainsaws on the end of this giant pole and he's just killing a shitload of zombies. And so I think a, a, a Shaolin cowboy zombie flick would be perfect. But done by like a Robert Rodriguez. You know, yeah. like like the B movies. What do they call them now? Um, like um, when Terror Planet and um, yeah, 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 they had a name for it. Um, shit, I'm out of it today. Um, but uh, yeah, that type of movie where it's like really yeah. gritty and almost like '80s esque, where it's just kind yeah. of grainy, and then you have this ca- <laughs> mom just killing all these <laughs> zombies with chainsaws. I- I think that'd be, like, a rad, like, fun horror movie. Like, a fun kind of, like, dude, let's watch uh, Cowboy Monk Ninja, like, just kill a bunch of zombies. Only, I'll allow it only if they play, like, a chainsaw. What? Like, a chainsaw. <laughs> what? And during that I'm... fight scene, there has to be Limp Bizkit playing. <laughs> I would, like, I think I would just want, like, straight up western, like, spaghetti western music the whole time. Well, well. Like. Like, yeah, like a straight up just pulled from old, like pulled from old spaghetti westerns, like pulled from old, like straight up those. I think it'd be great. I dude, think why, that'd you, be, I, why are you trying not to pay Fred Durst some money, dude? You know, that guy <laughs> needs some royalties. He does. Yeah, he does need some money. You're right. But I think I think those two would be kind of fun. I had a couple other ideas. Do you have anything else you think might work for um, a, a comic book that that wasn't horror? You know, just like things I wanted to see horror. I thought it'd be fun. Um, if around this time every year, I mean, Constantine has some really great, Mm -hmm. um, horror traits where like the individual stories like aren't necessarily attached to any kind of particular continuity. This was, this was one of my favorites, like freezes over. It's a contained story where like, uh, Constantine's in this cabin in the snow and people get possessed. And I thought, you know, you can pump movies out like one a year or one every two years. And if that became like a new like fall tradition every year, you got like, oh. a new like dark Constantine movie. And you'd be like, it's I, fall, Halloween, leaves, and Constantine. I kind of like that. Yeah. I kind of like that a lot. Yeah. And not – and like you don't have to play it up in the big like let's make an epic uh, – like the like the, the dumb movie – Right. That she'll not, like, right. one. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to save the world from the from Satan himself. No. I do I do like the very So that was the one thing I liked about the TV show, the very short-lived TV mm-hmm. show was mm-hmm. it was very like X-Filesy episodic. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if you did a movie like that every every like I think you could crank out you could crank out one every every year, every other year. Yeah, if, you, if you're not doing like, big special effects in it, the post production wouldn't be very long. Yeah, if you're not doing giant monster demons, right, and you're just kind of doing like their possess, dude, I think that'd be good. I think it'd be I cool. like it. Yeah, I think we got another saw on our hands. Man. <laughs> <laughs> just Constantine, and just get yeah. more into the paranormal investigator side of things than like. As much of the magic, because the magic's going to bring in lots of graphics. You'll have some of that, but more yeah. like he's like a magician, like a, than like this cosmic wizard, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that'd be good, man. I I, I like what you're putting out call there, the studio. Today, Travis. All right, what do you got? I, I think you're right. <laughs> I think if I if I could do if I was going to do one more, um, I think one that I think would be good. Um, I was thinking uh, this is something that I don't want, but something that I would think would work. Right. Something I don't want, but that I do think would work is like a Batman, like a scary Batman movie. OK. And it have to be Scarecrow centric. Right. right. Oh, it, sure, it couldn't sure. it couldn't be the first movie in a series of Batman movies. Right. It have to be like a specific we're going to genre this Batman film. Because we're going to, like, lean into the Scarecrow. We're going to lean into the fears. We're going to lean into all this stuff that they did very small in Batman Begins, but really make Scarecrow, like, a main villain and really go with it, right? Like, I, I think that... I don't want that. Yeah, And yeah, let's yeah. be clear. Like, I don't want that, but I think if you were... Go- if there was one thing that you could take that's not horror, like Batman, right. and turn it into it, I think 
I think Scarecrow gives you the uh, the angle to really like make a creepy Batman film, right? Like the late uh, '80s, early '90s Batman. He's got to have the super long ears, giant for sure. Giant ears. For sure, giant he's got to have like like when he walks on set. The I don't the director shouldn't even have to look at him. Just be like, get me longer ears. Like right. however you think long it is, it needs to be twice as long. It needs to be longer. What are these ears and- for ants? Maybe I just want a cartoon. Maybe I want a Batman horror cartoon. There you go. And it has to be it has to be long-eared giant cape. The cape is so long it doesn't make any sense in any scene, but that's that's what I want. Well, that's they tried that a little bit with the Dark Justice League, you know. I didn't but I didn't be- watch it. I didn't but watch it. But it became like too superhero-y, you know? It was it was all about, like, you know, like, this superhero team-up as opposed to, like, this creepy, haunting story, you know? it's. I think we were agreeing, one of the things we're seeing here is it's better to keep horror small. Keep it yeah. small, you know? I think so. I think if you do too big, you run the, you like, you don't, you don't want to blow your horror load. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to, you don't want to, you want to bust it in one, in one fell swoop. No, you don't, you, know? you don't. <laughs> you want to I think stroke that, that thing for a good two hours. And, and here's here's what I want to know from you. Here's what I know for you. We have a Preacher TV show, mm. and I've only read one volume of Preacher. Sure. I will admit, but Preacher's one I don't of know your how favorite that's possible, things. By the way, when you're friends with me, uh, it just seems <laughs> lazy. It seems lazy I on guess, your part. Honestly, it was it was two volumes. Yes, it was because two. it was yeah, it, original. So I read the first two volumes. My question to you is: the TV show isn't what I at least what I've watched isn't horror. No. But do you think that you could do you think that you could pitch it horror? Do you think you could make it happen or do you think that that, that doesn't fit as well? Um I like the horror aspects of Preacher, but I think of it more as like a dark romantic comedy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how I frame those are the elements of Preacher I like. I like the the Quentin Tarantino just kind of like rawness of it, but then uh-huh. I also like the humor and the underlying love story. So while there are some like creepy or like dark, scary he, parts, dude, he I don't runs think around it's... with a vampire. Yeah, like he runs around with a vampire. Yeah, but it's like he's wearing like a denim jacket, like cut off. So it's <laughs> <laughs> right. You're you right. Make, I guess you could shoot it like all a Lost Boys. Uh, there. You know what? Yeah. That's it right there. <laughs> Yeah, death, death, death by stereo. Yeah, but I I, shall not kill. (laughs) Um, But so I think when I was trying to look about stuff that I've read, I think the only other thing that I think would work um, would be like Swamp Thing. But I think he's just too. I think. See, you've got Alan Moore's Swamp Thing right there. <laughs> I think I think Swamp Thing would be good, but I'm worried that he works in comics because he's because it's a comic. But once you put it on screen, it's just too. I don't know. Like it just becomes too. It's too silly to see in real life. If that makes sense, right? Because he's the protagonist. He's not really the monster. I mean, like in the yeah. original Swamp Thing, I guess he kind of in the in the movie they made. I yeah. guess he kind of was more the monster. But like, you you can't. I don't know. Maybe you can. I I can't see it working. Where like Swamp Thing is like this hero, and he's got like all. I just want him like in the background of the movie. Bring him into the Constantine. Every now and then, every couple of years, okay. you pull in, okay. pull in a swamp thing, but he's more like the, the the creature as opposed to like the human side. Or maybe he has to go to Swamp Thing for help in one of them, yeah. right? And Swamp, swamp Thing helps thing. him. Dun, 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 dun. Helping That's Constantine. Dun, dun, dun. That's Dude, the trailer. Let, let the royalties just pour in right now. We've done it. We've done it. Oh, Vertigo, I'm available for hire. <laughs> so I, I think I, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's good. Is there anything, anything did you, else you did? Did you see it? Yeah, I did see it. I yeah. didn't see it. Okay, so that's. Maybe Have you seen the original? Yes. Have you seen the original? The miniseries. Okay. Yeah, I always forget that yeah. it's a miniseries and not a movie. You know. Yeah. Um. So we talked about like keeping horror small, but here it's an example of a horror property that they gave a pretty big budget to, right? Yeah. Did you? Do we lose it? Do you think they lost anything in that? 
Or did it, no, I, was it a good it, way, example of how to execute uh, a horror movie on a big scale like that? It's still small, though, because it's not... I, I think it 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 looks big, but not really. I mean, there's just a couple parts where the monster's bigger than a clown, right? Right. Like, you can do all that stuff, and it's still small scale. It's still a bunch of kids going after a monster in in the sewers, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not this giant thing. Like, the Constantine thing we talked about, he's literally saving Earth from Satan, yeah. right? Like, from demons. And that's too big. And he's in hell at some points and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that's too big. But I think if you did Constantine, you know, goes to a town where something bad is happening and fixes it, mm-hmm. that's small scale. I think once you kind of try to once you try to go like global destruction, then it's then it gets too schlocky. Like it's too silly. I see that. But the budget for it was good. I mean, it was good. It looked very pretty. Yeah. Um, it looked good. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, it it looks good without being. It's still small in that it's not. There are time. I mean, there's times when you have to animate him when he turns into the bigger mm-hmm. creature. But it's just a dude in clown makeup. You know what I mean? It's yeah. still like small. A lot of the scare isn't monster. A lot of the scare is is creepy. There's a there's like one scene the when when it's the. Um, the leper, when like the one the one kid mm. the, the the kid who's like doesn't want to get sick and the thing right, that scares right, right. him is is the leper. That was the only thing that I didn't like what it looked like. That was the only part where I was like, eh, I yeah. don't know that I like that. You didn't hit it. You didn't hit the mark. Yeah, but otherwise, everything I thought everything else looked really good. And and I will admit, like I don't watch a lot of horror movies. Like it's not my thing. I don't intentionally go out to be scared. Yeah. Um. I just doesn't sound like fun to me. I think I like read. I think I like the comic book genre for horror because it's short, right? And it's not like I can't commit. I can't commit to reading a thousand page horror story by Stephen King, right? And then a movie is just too intense. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. It's like a good happy <laughs> medium. In fact, I've consumed more horror over the last three years because of this podcast and reading a lot of horror books. And so it's actually kind of got me to appreciate the horror genre a lot more. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. like, oh, I get, I like the emotional response that I get. And you can do some cool things with it. One last question on horror. If okay. you had a horror movie that you think would adapt well to a comic book, what do you think it would be? Oh man, I don't know that I wa- like like that's my thing is I don't know that I watch enough horror films yeah. in order to do it. Um, I always, I don't know. I, what do you think would I? I always think I think it'd be and there probably is. I think a Jason like a Friday the Thirteenth yeah, yeah, would yeah, be like a, a fun good old monster one, like a straight up slash like yeah. yeah like a straight up slasher. Well, like I mean, you, you look at Freddy. Freddy's in the dream world, and you don't have to have a budget for that in comics. You know, you could do some cool yeah. stuff with that. But I'm I'm worried that if it dream warriors happen- just just dream warriors comic book where they're like fighting different like Freddy monsters and slashers. You know, I like it. Yeah. I like it as long as it's done. Sometimes what happens is you take a movie property and you turn it into a comic book and you get, like, the worst artist possible. Yeah. Because no one, like, th- there's just not... Well, you want me to just tap- color in the dots, like, exactly what happened in the movie, you know? Like, the, yeah, and they're, and there's always this thing where they're trying to, like, they're just capitaling, capitalizing on the pro- the property, so they don't put a, necessarily a whole lot of effort into... They don't... The, it's not always top-tier stuff. Right. But I think you could, I think you could do a fun... It kind of makes me want to, like like organize an anthology like have a bunch of artists tackle like That's a dream a bad way to do it yeah like a dream world story like a bunch of top-notch like writers and artists tackle some 80s horror movies well yeah well the, even just like in freddy alone like i haven't seen all the movies but i remember like in a couple of them like sometimes freddy's the kid's dream he's in a video game or sometimes like he's animated or sometimes yeah like, so Every time he goes into a dream world, you can have a different artist like create that world. You know, that'd be Ooh, I like cool. that. Yeah, I like dream that. That'd be good. warriors come out and play and shaking some cans, rattling yeah, some cans around. Right. All right, so we've talked spooky, Travis. Now we have to talk dreamy. 
Dreamy. You ready? <laughs> dreamy. You have to talk dreamy. <laughs> so explain. I I think it's time, Travis, for you and speaking of Dream Warriors, I think it's time for you and I to go to a little place we call Riverdale. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so uh, audience, people who've listened to the show know that last last season mm. we were some we were caught off guard yeah. by the magic that was Riverdale. We were pulled in. And then and then you took a little break because they took the dudes took their shirts off to like uh, to do some construction work, and you didn't know how you felt. about Everybody's it. working <laughs> for the weekend, and you didn't. You, it made you feel a different way than you felt yeah, before. Yeah. So you stepped. You stepped away. Oh, it's getting but then hot. You, it's getting hot in here. But, but then you came back. You came back to it. Oh, I came back in a big way, hard. And now, now we're on season two. Yes. And you've watched the first episode. Yes, most of it. I, I've. I've watched the first two episodes. How how are you feeling? I'm not, I'm not holding you, up real well. I'm not holding up not real holding well, up? man. Uh, I was like, oh, I, I popped it on because I'm like, oh, it's something we can talk about on the podcast. Because you mentioned it last week that it was back on the air. So I put it on. Now, mind you, this is after yesterday binge-watching Stranger, Stranger Things 2. Now oh, i got to jump into Riverdale. And so it was a no. real slog. It was a real slog, man. It, it, was, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. I found myself... Not caring about these characters, um, and I'm like, and when I I'll t- can I tell you what kind of was I was like, oh my god, what's going okay, on here? Hear. The shower scene where Archie's yeah. like showering off the blood from his his father, and then like Veronica comes in, she's like, can I join you? And she still has her necklace on. Yeah, does she still have her <laughs> necklace, necklace on? on. And then afterwards, but I love it is like Archie like becomes like a total like douchebag because she she's like yeah. oh I did this she's like I don't even want you here I just nutted and now I don't care that you're here. <laughs> I would say that like, was, I got here's the thing we've but now we had like a murder mystery the first time and now we have like a vigilante just killing people yeah right yeah. there's there's totally this sort kill of like all, it's kill thing. them all Archie. Yeah, but like, look, we've got this sort of like horror tale. It ties in really well. We've got this weird sort of horror tale going on in the midst of Archie um, that I am, I, I still like it, dude. I still okay. like it. Even though, and Gabby and I were talking about it. We were talking about how like, the thing about this show is it doesn't matter if it makes sense. Like, you like visually you would go, no one would do that, but it looks good. Yeah. So they do it. Visually, the hospital is the same as the school. <laughs> but, but And, like, all the nurses have on, like, old school. Old timey. And, I saw, and he comes in with his varsity jacket on. I'm like, what time period are we on? And then the mom's giving, like, a Snake Plissken re- reference in the first episode. She's like, if that tells Snake Plissken to let go, I'm like, are we in the 80s, the 1940s, or 2017? But it's this sort of, like, it like I was telling Gabby like it doesn't matter. It's very sort of like uh, Zack Snyder storytelling, yes, yeah. right? Because like Batman versus Superman is a bunch of like that looks good. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It just looks good. It does. And so look I pretty. feel like like a lot of Archie is like, of course she gets on, and she, of course she gets in the shower with the necklace on still. Yeah. while he's covered in blood because you know what makes a good visual scene. Yeah. Her walking in, looking like just pristine with the pearls, and then like the blood going down the drain. Like it looks interesting. Oh wait, Pops was that rest- Archie's dad blood or is that Veronica's blood? <laughs> oh, it's Archie's dad's blood. Okay. Like like, and then Pops is like the darkest restaurant ever. No <laughs> restaurant's gonna be that dark inside. It's all but neon you know glowed and like black light lit. But it looks good. It and does. then safety concerns. The, no band would play on top of that roof. It's not going to happen. But you <laughs> know did what? It in Empire Records, right? I was just going to make. I was just going to say Rex Manning Day, <laughs> but but they did it because it visually looks good. It's just like, yeah, that looked good. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I like when all the teens let verbally let Archie know that they are behind him. The Pussycats yeah. are going to put their one of their nine lives behind Archie in his quest for yeah. vengeance. I also like the obligatory, like it's like a checklist for things that I would, if I could be in a show, I'd want to do. One of them being like, 
uncovering old motorcycle and whisking right? whisking away the, the the motorcycle cover to reveal a pristine motorcycle that he hops on and drives cuz i was like wait isn't isn't uh, Jughead, like uh, a gang member now, like they haven't really talked about that. Oh wait, here's a motorcycle <laughs> to really seal this deal. <laughs> and it's the one with like the short handlebars, so yeah. it's like straight up like oh, 1950s God, it's so style. Good. He's just like, what is this? <sighs> Whisk it away like a cape, hops on and, and drives. And then he's off. like, oh yeah, it's a motorcycle. I know how to drive. <laughs> and like drives. Aren't you living with foster parents? You can't just take their bike. You've only been living with them for a couple of weeks. You're really asking to be kicked out of this house. Yeah, you just can't do that. You can't do that. But I thought, I thought, um, I you got it. You got to stay plugged in with me, Travis. You got to Well, got to do it. The fact I was dreading this conversation because now we set a precedent, so that means I have to watch it. <laughs> well, we don't have to. You can, if you give up, you I'm give in. Up. I'm just, I'm in, Josh. I'm in on this magical right. journey with you for the most part. I might, <laughs> I might give up, but <laughs> as of right now, it's too funny to not be in. And I think that's the best part. Is like. I don't – it makes no sense why I watch it because I'm a 35-year-old man who who teaches at high school and I clearly know none of that – none of that looks like what a real high school looks like. And so, I like, I don't need all that drama in my life. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason – You crave it. It's just magical. It's, it's just like magical. It's, from, it's like uh, drama oatmeal. Mm. Yeah. And so tonight I'm just going to stay up all night. With my baseball bat, sitting in my kitchen, waiting for someone to come attack my dad. That's what I'm going to do. And then Wait, I'm going to does that baseball someone... bat have nails in it, like Stranger Things? <laughs> it does not. Oh. Did you just spoil something for me? What are you talking you about? son of a bitch. Stranger Things, season one. He's got the baseball bat with nails I in know. it. <laughs> I know. I know. Don't accuse me. <laughs> recuse me, please. Don't accuse me. Recuse you. <laughs> I don't want to watch it anymore, Josh. Recuse me from this. Um. So here's what I wanted you to wrap us up, Travis. Yes. Uh, I, I tweeted out, we're going to, we're kind of, I, so we're not changing format of the show. No. But I think that we're coming up with a better schedule. Uh, both you and I, uh, you are across the world. And right. we thought, we can, we could do, we can do it. doesn't right. matter if you're across the world. We can make this happen the sure. same. And so we did. We did it for a little while. A year, but almost. then, Yeah, but then reality set in. Right. And, uh... With the with the new job that I've kind of taken on, I, I you and I have decided that we're we're going to do just two shows a month for sure, and for we sure. might throw something in if we've sure. if we've got something extra. But we're going to do one comic book club a month and one variant a month for sure. You and I might do some non guest comic book club stuff. We might do some stuff about what we're talking about, but but that's the goal right now is we're going one book a month, one variant a month, and so uh, here's what we got coming up, ladies and gentlemen, the month of November. That is that is almost upon us. Mm. Thanksgiving month uh, is Thor month. It's the month of Thor, man. We're gonna Ragnarok this November. So uh, we're gonna have one guest that we're gonna have this. <laughs> that was good, good, right? That was pretty good. <laughs> we're gonna have one guest on uh, for both episodes. Something we th- like we've had. Uh, we don't always have guests on for our variant episodes, but I thought this would be good because it's it's a theme. It's a Thor theme. With Ragnarok coming out in theaters in early November, we're, we're gonna we're gonna watch Ragnarok. All of us are gonna go see it. You, me, and then uh, our Doctor Dan, Dan is gonna come on. Doctor Dan, who loves comic books but knows nothing about Thor, so I'm excited. I'm excited about this. I talked to him on the phone, and he's like, because Dan can't text. Dan has to talk to you on yeah. the phone. So. Because he's and an he old has man. to be doing something else, like like using an elliptical or something. Yeah. So Dan and I were talking. He's like, you know, I don't really know a lot of Thor. I'm actually pretty excited to do this. And so each of us is going to see Thor. We're going to come back. We're going to do a review show on the movie. I kind of talk about you know what we liked, what we didn't like, just the ins and outs of of, of the movie. Uh, and then later in the month, we're going to do uh, we're going to read the first two volumes of Jason Aaron's run of thor god of thunder right um and so we're doing two volumes because you'd already read the first one you said the first one kind of ends on a cliffhanger so Mm -hmm. and we also we're just doing one book and so we figured we might as well do a little bigger tale yeah a little more to talk about um and then really between the movie and the book we are really going to stretch our thor conversation so if you guys like thor 
come listen to the people who know know much about Thor. Um, try to mansplain Thor <laughs> to the podcast audience. Well, I, I I don't even think it's about explaining it. I, I'm I'm interested to I'm interested to read the the ish, the volumes of it yeah. and then talk about. Are they are those two versions similar? Are what we're seeing in the movie similar to what we're getting in the in the comic? Uh, and then I, I imagine on that second episode we'll do a little comparison. Which mm. Thor did we like better? Right? Mm. Which which take on Thor? Because really, what we're dealing with now in the Marvel universe is just someone's version of someone's version of someone's version. Right? right? Like everybody's taking this. It, it's like everybody's doing their own Sherlock Holmes, right? Essentially, right. that's what that's what Thor is now. Except Marvel and Disney own it, so it's never going to be up for grabs, yeah. right? Like Sherlock Holmes is. So you could write a Sherlock Holmes book if you want, right? I, who um, says I haven't? I have a and maybe manuscripts in there. And, but, but we're going to do that. Super sexy Sherlock. <laughs> that's, that's our... Uh, our Ragnarok in November. We're gonna we're gonna do that. Uh, then December, uh, we are going to do our annual comic book Christmas list, mm. where Travis and I come up with a bevy of Christmas loot mm-hmm. that we want that involves comic books. That really, it's just so our loved ones could listen to it and then maybe decide to get us those things. Um, it's it's also, also like this is our third year of this, and I feel like soon it's going to be like real Christmas lists. You know, when you were a kid, you had a bunch of lists, but then when you're older, you're like, can you just give me some cash? I feel like that's what <laughs> <laughs> you know I'll go buy my own goddamn comics. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, I'm interested to kind of like, I always like the comic book Christmas list because I'm, it it drives me to go find something new, right? Because right. we always we always go like if if it weren't an option, if it weren't an object, if yeah. money weren't the issue, and someone was just going to gift you something, yeah, what is this thing that you wouldn't buy that you would want someone to get for you for Christmas that's comic book related? And I think I'm gonna have to listen to past episodes because I might be guilty of repeating. Here's what's gonna happen: you're gonna ask for the uh, the bound <laughs> version. Like the slip cover cover version of Lock and Key. That's what you're gonna ask. For. <laughs> I still haven't gotten it yet, but I did get Josh did give me the uh, single issues of uh, the X Men run where it was like the worst X Men. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I crossed so, it off. If nothing else, Travis, we can always get each other something off our list. So that's right. December. The book we're reading in December. We're just gonna read. We're gonna read Hadrian's Wall, and Hadrian's Wall is it was a French comic. Uh, that was then picked up by Image and put out in English. Um, it was it done in single issues, and it's been collected into a volume. And so it's not really Christmassy. I didn't really want to pick a Christmas book. I thought that would be too on the nose for us. Mm-hmm. We could have done. We could have done. Uh, what's the the Morrison Santa Claus one? Oh, um, the uh, is it just Claus? Yeah, I think it is just Claus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I like I thought really heavily about doing it, but I'm like, nah. no, I don't, I don't want to do that. Now that um, now we're maybe doing at least for right now like a book a month. We can't make it always a theme book, or else you wouldn't yeah. read anything of substance. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wanted to do Hadrian's Wall. I read the first couple issues. It's like a noiry, mis- like noiry sci-fi murder mystery. Mm, a Pinot noir. And, and, yeah, yeah, a Pinot noirish. Uh, a penis, a black penis. <laughs> You're what's going on with you today? You need to, you need to zip it up. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that one. Uh, then January we're gonna do. And again, we just said we're not gonna do a theme, but January is. I'm so excited for this, dude. When I pitched you this idea, I'm so pumped for this. We're gonna do a '90s X-Men rewatch. Yes. You and I are gonna watch. Mm-hmm. Some portion of 90s X-Men. We've mm-hmm. got to find someone to do it with us. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to read Dark Phoenix Saga, which yeah. is a big... It's a slog. I've read it's it. A bun- it's a bunch... I haven't read it in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a slog. So I, it's a slog. It, it's a lot of issues. It's a lot of issues. I am excited to go back and watch and talk... Because I've watched 90s yeah. X-Men again. Uh, yeah. But I'm just excited. I'm excited to talk about it. And then I'm excited to like read some '90s X-Men comics and just and maybe we won't do Dark Phoenix Saga. Maybe we'll find a different tale. But I think that that's probably the that's a good one to do unless it's, we do it's like, like God the most like classic X-Men X-Men-y. Yeah, 
Unless we do like God loves man kills or mm-hmm. or something like that, but but I think that this would be maybe we'll put it out there on Twitter. Maybe we'll put it out yeah. there on Twitter and get some suggestions. But we're definitely going to do '90s X Men rewatch and then that, and then February. I haven't we haven't posted this yet, but I think we got to uh, February's uh, Black Panther. Man, I think we'll probably do our Black Panther show, and then I've talked about Ta-Nehisi Coates uh, has done his is is working his run this kind of new version of Black Panther. And I think that would be kind of fun to do that too, to kind of kind of read the book and do the movie on it. And that'll probably be the last time we do like Marvel movie, Marvel book watch, because we can't do that all the time. Yeah, but one every month then. I, exactly. And I really want, I've, I really wanted to do that uh, Black Panther book over the summer, but it just didn't hit our yeah. summer reading stuff. Uh, so maybe you and I will just read that, and we'll, we'll do another yeah, book. Yeah, we'll do but... like movie things. We'll get, uh, we should probably do a Deadpool book at some point. Yeah, yeah. So so we're gonna, we've are gonna we got that kind of lined up, so you guys know. That's our plan as we move forward. We think it'll be good for you guys to, like, we can pitch a book early enough. Um, we'll be able to go, this is what we're going to read. Maybe you've it's read like it, maybe you it, haven't. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe you can, you know, maybe you can find it and and, and do it with us. So uh, that's the game plan for now. Uh, and I'm excited, man. I'm stoked. We've been kind of flying by the seat of our pants since this summer, and uh, I'm glad we have kind of a plan going. Yeah, it makes me happy. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Ooh. Remember, boo. We didn't do any boos boo. throughout the episode. Oh Dang it. man, boo, boo. So you can you can find all of the old episodes on the website at www.comicexposure.com. Uh, you can find us on uh, iTunes, which is probably where you're listening to us right now. Or maybe you're using, I don't know, some other podcast app on Android phones, but I don't know how those work. So uh, you find us on there. You can listen to old episodes that way. Uh, if you could rate us on iTunes, that'd be great. We'd love a lovely rating for you. Makes us feel good. It's even better if you tell uh, someone who you listen to about it about the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Comic Exposure. Uh, you can follow uh, Travis on Instagram at Jurassic Rats. And you can follow Josh. I thought it was Jur- Jurassic Park. Oh, that's right. What is? That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park with two, like like rats, like last name. Two. It's a very difficult yeah. handle. I got to get a different one. And you can follow Josh at Jay Broccoli on Instagram. Yeah. And and you can see me post a lot of stuff about pizza and uh, Dungeons and Dragons God, and pizza. Some random art, some random art stuff. Uh, and every once in a while, I play guitar on there. Uh, so you can follow us there, guys. You, we're also on Facebook. You know the drill. Uh, so uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Remember, next book we're doing is uh, Thor. Thor. We're going to do volumes one and two of the Jason Aaron run. If you've read it, awesome. If you haven't, you can pick it up super cheap. It's called God, God of Thunder. Yeah, Jason Aaron's God of Thunder. Uh, so if you want to read the first two volumes with this, you can get it dirt cheap on Kindle. I think it's almost five. It's just five bucks for the volume, I think, at mm. this point. So That's read really it, good price, tune in. Yeah. yeah, let us know what you're into. And then, uh, ladies and gentlemen... We'll see you next trade. Bye.